Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Abdeze Okezia, the live video visibility queen with emotic accent. And you're listening to the Style with Anna podcast, the one and only podcast about the many expressions of style. Find out how our exceptional guests turn their flaws into assets and how they define style from their own and unique perspective. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform and kindly leave a one-sentence review. Now, let us join the journey and meet the hosts, Anna in Style, aka The Style Medium. Thank you, Daisy, for the lovely introduction. It's always a pleasure hearing your professional accent. What does hope have to do with muscle imbalances and posture issues? Can someone actually specialize in posture and make a living out of it? In this episode, I explore how posture impacts our personal style, mental health, confidence levels, hormone levels, and how we are perceived by others. Join me and the savvy exercise physiologist Aisha Tahir when we uncover how her lower back pain made her change her career, how our muscles help maintain our bones in the unfavorable positions, how sitting helps our biggest muscles to stop working, and how posture may well be one of our most valuable style accessories. You will also learn what she has coming up for desktop professionals and corporations that I envisioned to be a bestseller. Hello, Aisha, and welcome to Style with Anna podcast. Thank you, Anna. Thank you. It is so nice to be here. When I saw your um, comment on my post the other day, and I was like, oh, this is perfect. I love the name of her podcast, Style with Anna. Um, And I felt like, I felt called to be on this podcast. So thank you so much for having me. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, alignment and harmony, everything perfect. Oh, if, if my guest says that she's being called, uh, that's the ultimate, um, how would I say, acknowledgement maybe for our work. Yeah, and energy. Yeah, and think about it. Like I, I could tell that there is positive energy from just your virtual Facebook post. So, um, I know that I am going to have so much fun, and so is the audience. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Leave the comments, people. Leave the comments. So, first of all, we need to start next to this lovely introduction. We need to start with what are the three word, words that best describe you from the top of your head? <laughs> ah, three words that describe me. That's a great question. So, the first one would be dream because I'm a dreamer. 
whenever I'm working on a project, um, like I'm creating a course, I'm creating a workout program, or I've been writing my book whenever I'm writing or blogging, somehow the new ideas always come to me when I'm doing something, like when I'm in the flow, I'm either out on a run or I'm with my friends walking. Somehow the movement always correlates with my dreams. So um, I have to jump on the moment uh, when the ideas just start flowing. And I always keep like sticky notes with me to write down those ideas. Sometimes it's even like before I go to bed, like I'm getting a little sleepy and I'm already dreaming of like a next big project. So I have sticky notes next to my bed, on my bedstand too. So I would say the first one that really comes out, jumps out at me is dreamer. Um, second one would be curious. I have a very active mind and I'm not satisfied till I have learned everything about a process or a project that I'm working on. So um, I always want to experiment, learn, optimize. And another way I feel like curiosity plays in my personality is because I'm always thinking about my client's success. So for me, it's like, it's almost like I'm working on my own project when I'm working with a client. It's, uh, I want them to be as successful as if, as if it was my own health issue. Um, so how do I get them there, you know, where they want to be, where they're healthy, they're living a well life, uh, what strategies I can develop. So for that, I'm, I'm always asking myself all these questions and I can't rest till I have the answers. Um, so that would be the second one. And third one uh, would be hope. I know it sounds like it's impossible to maintain, you know, any sense of like hopefulness or optimism about the future in our world today, but it's, it's so important for us entrepreneurs to have hope because um, hope helps us find encouragement in even the tiniest of wins and instances. Um, for example, like simple moments, like just, um, you know, seeing a bird out in the winters, uh, just seeing a plant um, grow from a seedling to a big plant. I had a garden in the summer. That alone is gives me hope um, or maybe just hearing a conversation um, or having a conversation with a friend and just knowing that people are still optimists at heart that gives me hope so it, it really fuels my flame um, for entrepreneurship that the fact that I am hopeful mm -hmm. So with your work, um, would you say that your clients need to be hopeful as well? Yes, because um, a lot of my clients are coming to me with uh, muscle imbalances and posture issues, and they are in pain. 
And a lot of my clients tell me that they have given up on their bodies. They're first, they're so busy as desk-bound professionals. They're just so busy with the work and then the stress it puts on them. Um, most of them have a family life to take care of. Um, so by the time they're coming to me, they're hopeless for themselves because they feel like they really don't have the time and energy to put into themselves for their self-care. So yes, being hopeful um, actually helps people excel at navigating through these different life patches that we go through, the rough life patches that they go through, especially when somebody is in pain. Um, they need hope to know that there are new doors to walk through when others are closed and there are new doors, there are new ways to start looking at how they can incorporate wellness into their daily lives. And it doesn't have to be an hour of workout. It could be 15 minutes of workout and a 15 minute walk with your dog or your kids. Yeah, so hope is very important for clients. Yes, definitely. It also works with motivation, right? Because yeah. whenever it's something physical, you need motivation. <laughs> true, true. Sometimes they face rejection and disappointment initially because it is a little bit of a challenge to get into that swing of uh, things and getting back into a routine, creating a new habit, building a habit. Uh, but, but if they're hopeful, they keep moving, just like you said it motivates them to keep on going to know that yes, there is good at the end. You have to be persistent and consistent with the effort. Mm -hmm. Now I know that you have a different perspective of posture. I, I never heard someone giving so much importance to posture first and then to actually make it a niche in your business and that's so fascinating i mean it seems like a really narrowed down niche right yes it is it is um but it's because 80% of the US workforce will experience lower back pain just because of the way we work today during their lifetime. And the younger the person is, the higher the risk they have of experiencing lower back pain today. Um, it, this became my niche because I was seeing my clients day in and day out working through pain. A lot of them couldn't um, go for a healthy daily walk. They couldn't go and practice yoga or a bar class because they were in pain. And it was related and it's related to their posture and desk. Because there, we are all sitting now in front of the computers and or we have a phone in our hands um, for almost like 12 to 15 hours a day. Um, and there has been a lot of research um, that has been conducted by scientists. And it all points to the fact that the fact that we are using the technology and the way we are using the technology 
uh, without any framework of, of preserving our physical health that is leading to poor posture. And that poor posture is leading to all these musculoskeletal health issues and a lot of other issues, even concerning our um, main functions of the body, like digestion, breathing, um, and blood circulation as well. I myself felt prey to this uh, unhealthy habit of having a collapsed and slumped posture. Years ago, I was working as a software developer at a credit union, and I started having lower back pain at that time. Um, at first, I was like, I didn't think much of it, but one uh, weekend I had to stay over at work, and I was sitting a lot throughout the weekend. Um, by the time Monday hit, I couldn't walk because the pain started radiating from my lower back and went all the way down to my left foot. So the whole left side of my body was like in dull, achy pain. And all of a sudden I thought, maybe I'm having a stroke or something. I mean, I knew I, I was healthy otherwise um, and I was young too, but I'm like, there has to be something wrong. I need to go to the ER. I went to the ER and the physician is like, have you been sitting like all week in front of the computer because you had to finish the work? And I'm like, yeah, that's that's my life. Like, that's what I do. Um, and he said to me, because of your poor posture, you had this lower back pain and now it's your uh, spine is compressing your sciatic nerve. And that's what you're experiencing. So I had to work through that pain myself for over six months. Now the painful days are back, but I realized that I had to change my lifestyle. I had to uh, have more movement throughout the day. I had to take care of my body if I wanted to keep on working and giving to others like my family members. Um, and that's how my career in as a exercise physiologist started um, because I wanted to help others live a better life. I wanted to help them find solutions um, in, during their workday where they can live a pain-free and empowered life. Oh yeah, I, I can totally resonate with this because I've been a translator for 15 years. So <laughs> my hands were numb um i the asiatic pain yeah been there done that both legs whatever you want everything so yeah it's real and i also had a dislocated vertebra in my neck area and the doctors didn't find it because um they thought i had a bad posture because of my work and they didn't scan the spine itself because, you know, they, they didn't pay attention to that. So, yeah, it's really important um, to make sure how your posture is because, as you said, the if your posture is not right, the muscles and everything shifts. And then yeah. the, the muscle starts pulling the bones in different directions as they want, right? 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're right. Uh, what happens is like when we assume the same position day in, day out, which is not an optimal position, which is like a slumped posture, rounded shoulders. I'm talking about chin down towards the chest, gaze down, looking forward, looking at our keyboard or the computer, looking down on our screen and hunched over, like chest totally, like almost like collapsing forward on the keyboard. Um, and that is going to create an unnatural arch in your spine when you're sitting. Um, when you have this position for, um, let's say, 10 hours a day, um, and then repeatedly day in, day out, the muscles in our body get adapted to those positions. So certain muscles, which are mostly the muscles in the front of our body, will become tight and shortened. And they start pulling on those bones and keep these joints and bones in that position where we now have a slumped posture throughout the day without knowing, noticing it. And it becomes, a, it becomes a natural posture, which is not good. Um, and then if, since it's not natural to our, our bodies, it's not optimal for our function, uh, functioning of the body. The muscles that are not uh, being overused, they become lengthened and weak. They stop working altogether, which includes mostly the muscles of our back, um, especially our gluteus muscles, like the hip muscles, the big hip muscles. These are the biggest muscle group in our body, but they don't work because we sit so much and we are sitting in a, with a bad posture. So that is how it, the, the muscles play a big role when we have bad posture um, and they start pulling on our joints. And you know what? <laughs> it's, it's, it's important to know that it plays into our health. Right, it it really affects the health of our muscles. It affects the health of our joints. Um, a lot of like the neck pain, low back pain, headaches, even is because of the poor posture we assume uh, while working at our um, desk. But it also affects our mental health. There have been studies that have been done which show that um, being in a slump posture um, promotes negative thinking. And that creates anxiety, uh, depression, and uh, stress for us. So I like to say that posture is our best styling accessory. Right. Just like we wear wardrobe, we wear different clothes um, to look a certain way or or our wardrobe or clothing allows us to project um, what is important to us. For example, I often I myself, I'm always wearing yoga pants and sneakers. So people would stop me and ask me, oh, you look so athletic. So are you working in that industry? And I'm always like, yeah, yeah. I am. I, I just finished my yoga class. I just taught a yoga class and I'm also an exercise physiologist. So that gives them an idea of who I am. Same way, if I see someone who's wearing an expensive designer suit, I would say, oh, this is a person of influence, right? And maybe this person isn't that much approachable. So the same way, 
our posture reveals a lot about us. Somebody who has their head down and shoulders rounded, you would probably think that they don't have a lot of hope. They're, they look defeated already. Uh, their attitude and level of confidence is low, right? But now, if you have that same person, you look at that same person and they're standing upright and tall, you'll be like, hmm, look at them, look at this person. This person is showing power. He or she is exuding self-confidence. I feel like this person has commitment and trustworthiness. I want to go and approach this person. I want to talk to this person. So each gesture and the way we hold our body says a lot about us, about who we are and how we are feeling um, and how much we care about the work we are doing. It shows the passion we have for our work too. Yes, yes, definitely. And you touched an important point that I always emphasize that we can influence our mind through our body. It doesn't have to be always, you know, um, just uh, inside out. It can be outside in as well because the door opens to both sides. They are connected. So, as you mentioned, if I um, apply this to the style industry or uh, the fashion industry, it's like we um, choose what to wear on the basis of how we feel, but it can be turned around. We can uh, also... Um, influence how we feel by the choice we make about what we wear. So influence through body is really important. And as you mentioned, posture and mental health go hand in hand for sure. Because yeah. body is also the expression of our internal side and also the nonverbal communication, right? Body language is super important. And uh, just as body language, I mean, yes, the, po the posture is actually a part of body language, right? Yeah, posture is part of body language, and you're right. So 93% of our communication is nonverbal. Only 7% is passed through words. Um, most of it is happening nonverbally. And, and just um, mind me that the nonverbal also includes the vocal tone. Yes. So, so it's the inflection in your tone. It's the projection in your tone of voice too. Um, so, but if you can see a person, if the person is visible to you, then now we are talking even bigger because the posture itself says a lot about it. You know how they say a picture is worth a thousand words. There's a reason why, because when you walk in through a door and the way you're walking and holding your body is saying a lot about you. And that is creating an image in that other person's 
head of you already. So wouldn't you want that image to be a happy and positive image, right? So that's how posture really plays a role in, in being our style accessory. And it's not that hard. It's not really that hard to assume. Um, practicing confident body language, which can increase our own self-esteem and help us project that self-esteem onto others is easy by just, you know, assuming a tall posture, having an expansive posture where we are occupying more space. And um, you talked about our mind having a, an impact on our body, but it's the other way around too, where our body has an impact on our mind. Um, so Amy Cuddy, she's the professor at, um, a researcher and professor from Harvard Business School. She gave this TED talk and conducted research on nonverbal expressions and their effects on people's feelings, behaviors, and hormone levels. Um, and she offers this no tech life hack in her TED talk uh, that we can change what's going on in our head by assuming a positive and expansive posture for just two minutes. Um, and what she found in her study was that the expansive postures where we have our chest open, head up, aligned over the spine, gaze forward, we are elevating our testosterone or power hormone, or I like to call it the confidence hormone. Um, and we are decreasing our cortisol levels or the stress hormone. Um, so if you assume that posture for just two minutes and you walk in to an interview, a job interview, or you're giving a, um, or you're a speaker at a session, you will already have those dominant feelings of confidence in you. Um, and it's not surprising that these roles of the hormone levels are reversed if you are in a submissive and closed posture the way we are when we are sitting on our computers working on our spreadsheets and sending those emails out. So a submissive closed posture, a hunched over posture is opposite, opposite to an unhunched and an expansive posture. And so uh, it's very easy to um, have the effects of good posture. All you have to do is um, practice a, an open posture. And that could be like just opening your arms out for two minutes. If you're sitting down, um, opening your chest up. And those are some of the stretches I give to my clients anyways to do during the day. Um, or if you're sitting down, just standing up standing up and being tall in your body alone. That alone is like an assertive um, and open posture. And what they found um, in this research didn't surprise the researchers, you know what? Because they found out that these feelings of power and dominance in an upright and an unhunched posture, they match the animal behavior where the alpha leaders have an erect and tall posture in the animal kingdom. So they're telling the rest of the clan of the animal that you know we are the leaders and how are they showing that they're showing that by standing upright um, so this behavior is passed down to us 
from our animal ancestors and it aligns our spine and our nervous system yeah that's so powerful yeah and so uh, it makes sense and i love how you backed it up with science i mean it's it's what i've been defending and promoting as well because that's so powerful and i love how you explained it from your perspective um and i heard that you have a book coming out i do i do i have been working as a uh, exercise physiologist and helping people find pain-free living um, through my work um, and I and through my own experience as well I realized that it was time to put my work in writing and help people as much as I can I want people to be aware of their posture when they are working, uh, when they are sitting, just watching TV. Um, my book's name is Unhunched, uh, Discovering Wellness Through Posture. And it talks about what effects a, do, does a hunched over posture have on our health? And, and how not only do we have to change our um habits of how we are working, our occupational lifestyle, as I like to call it. But we also need to uh, change our work environment where we are working. So it's a call of, uh, to action for a lot of desk-bound professionals, but it's also a call to action for a lot of business and businesses and corporations where these people are working so that they have more tools on their hands to move more often, to have a posture correction program at work where they understand how to sit, uh, how to adjust their desks, like um, have better ergonomics. So, um, and my book also has an exercise program that the desk bound professionals can implement in like 20 minutes a day and feel better, more confident have posture as their style accessory oh wow that's so amazing i need to have that book <laughs> when is it launching my book is launching may 2023 so keep an eye out uh, for that um, I am super excited that this book will be able to help um, a lot of desk-bound professionals and organizations implement, uh, implement ways to improve the posture of their employees and in, 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 include wellness in their work programs and for employees and um, desk-bound professionals to be able to find wellness through better posture. Oh, yes, I can totally see it's a bestseller right away. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm excited. <laughs> me too. Keep me posted. <laughs> um, so do you like collaborations? 
I do. I love collaborating with people. When you asked me the first question, like three words, um, when I was deciding for the last word, if I should say collaborate or hope. And I went with hope because I felt like, okay, hope is optimism. But I love collaborating with other entrepreneurs. Um, so a good collaboration would be uh, when I can bring the power of posture uh, and how it affects our mental health to other people. Because the physical aspect of posture, a lot of people understand that it happens, right? Like the, the back pain, lower, lower back pain, neck pain, people are aware of that. But the, it's connection with our mental health where we are experiencing um, record numbers of uh, cases of depression, low self-esteem and anxiety, it's no surprise that we are deskbound for 12 to 15 hours a day. And we are almost like caged um, indoors, not moving um, and not getting any kind of movement in. So our posture and movement actually goes hand in hand. Um, and this is a posture that we as uh, human beings, we have evolved through centuries and millennia to survive. And here we are, we are going against our evolutionary biology, um, practically doing this. So a good collaboration would be where I can bring even more attention to the fact that our postural health is related to mental health. So anywhere where I can come and speak to your audience, uh, to a business's audience and educate them about their postural health would be a great collaboration. Oh, awesome. I can totally see you in a super summit somewhere. <laughs> Hey, maybe I will organize one and you will be the speaker for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know your audience can't see, but I'm giving a thumbs up here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with both thumbs, people, with both thumbs. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, because I believe the change starts from awareness. So awareness is the first component of the chain cycle. And the more the people are aware about how the posture is affecting their health and wellness and how it takes like maybe 20 minutes a day to combat the effect, effects of sitting all day um, in a hunched over position and being mindful. Honestly, just being mindful and aware of what you're doing and catching yourself if you're starting to get, get hunched over again and correcting your posture, let's say six to seven times a day, that goes a long way. So the more I can educate people about the fact that this is in your control, you can take 20 minutes a day to invest in your future health. Um, and the fact that, that it actually is affecting you on so many levels, then you know. That's why I want to create more awareness around this topic. Super important, super important. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. 
where can people find you either for collaboration or for working with you? I have my website and my business is, it's my business name. It's a tone and strengthen.com and I can send you the link for it. Um, and you can put it in the show notes probably. Um, so on my website, I have the calendar link. They can just go hop on my calendar and I would love to chat with them. I'm also very active on LinkedIn. And on LinkedIn, I go by Aisha Tahir. So you can just search me up, A-E-S-H-A-T-A-H-I-R, and I'll come up. Awesome. Great. Thank you so much for being a guest here. I am sure you're going to inspire so many people because i know how this topic is important for every working computer freak <laughs> we all are we all are computer freaks today right exactly <laughs> schools the computers are there and i love technology that's what my profession was as you heard i was a software developer um, but the fact is like we have embraced technology too fast without a framework to preserve our health mm -hmm. and I would like to bring in a framework to preserve our health while using technology. So, yeah. Totally. And me too. I mean, I'm a virtual personal stylist, so I do everything over computer as well. So, yes, I will, whenever I can, I will support you because I know how this is super important for everyone. And how it pays forward for the future because even let's just mention one thing it's never too late right it's never too late yes um tying it in with the hope question if my clients need the hope and it's true that they do because a lot of my clients would come into me and they're like oh it's too late like I have been doing this all my work life. Now I'm close to retirement and I don't feel like I can do anything. And that's not true. You can. You just need to start somewhere and continue with consistency and persistence. It's never too late to have a good posture. You can always go back to your natural optimal posture, which I call our primal posture because you know, we are primates and that's how we are supposed to be. We are supposed to have an upright posture for survival. So we can always go back to our natural posture. Yeah, it will take some time to establish those habits. But once you decide that you can do it, then you start putting those elements in place where uh, the system starts working to get you to the proper posture. And for that, I can help you. Yeah, it's super important, especially as you mentioned, for people who are near retirement, I mean, how much quality life they can have after, you know, exactly. when they do get retired and they do want to, you know, they have all those 
time in the world to exercise, to go out, to move, to go sightseeing, whatever they want. Um, so it's super important to maintain the quality of life and not just surrender because of the age. I mean, I always say our mentality is still as if our, our lifespan was would be like at 70, but it's not true. Many people get to live to 100. 100 is not so uncommon anymore as it was when we were young. It's not. And thanks to all the advancements in healthcare, um, you are 110% right that we are living longer and we need to start changing our perspective um, for our health and wellness. And we shouldn't be using age as an excuse to not uh, take care of ourselves. Yes. And this is the perfect closure for today's episode. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your immense wisdom with us. Thank you for having me, Anna. It was a complete pleasure. It was such a joy being on your episode today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Style with Anna podcast. If you like this podcast, tell your friends about it. Leave a review and subscribe. This is your way of supporting us and telling us our efforts are appreciated. I invite you to take the Attraction Style Quiz at www.chooseyoursignaturestyle.com Followed by a 5-day email sequence, you can go on a discovery journey and have a talk with your inner self like never before. If you would like to learn more about my speaker and guests, kindly refer to the links in the show notes. Listen, there is always time for transformation, even after a breakup divorce or turning 50.